0: Hey, I'm on Fields, and you're listening to the Monarchist Basketball Show.
1: I'm Aaron. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to the Monarchist Basketball Show. As always, we welcome Coach Jones to the show. How are you doing today, Coach?
0: Doing well. Glad to uh, join you all again this evening.
1: All right. So we're going to have Bryce on the show a little bit later. So lately, we've been starting to see a little bit more of Bryce on the court. Can you chat with Monarch Nation a little bit about Bryce and how things are going along with his development?
0: Well, you know, it's 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 been uh, uh, gradual progress, I, I guess we say. You know, slow at sometimes, um, but you know, I think he's learning. Uh, he is, uh, you know, working hard uh, and and trying to make the most of. Uh, uh, you know, wh- whatever opportunities he has. I mean, he, he, he is our, our best shooter. He's really struggling with it right now uh, against uh, Coastal Carolina. You know, he had some wide-open looks, and, and they didn't go. Um, you know, I think everybody wants to encourage him. Uh, he didn't all of a sudden become, you know, not a, not a good shooter. Uh, but what we're, we're seeing in, in that game a little bit, but certainly against Marshall – um, you know he played uh, really well defensively. Uh, came up with three steals, got a, t- a couple tough uh, uh, rebounds. You know, really stuck his nose in there. So I think that was uh, you know a, a, a good uh, measure, kind of a maturation process for for him. And as he you know continues to do those things, you know, there's no doubt that the you know when he gets those open shots, that eventually they'll they'll start falling for him.
2: All right, coach. So two games since our last show, tough week, 0-2 overall with a heartbreaker at home and a hard-fought loss at Marshall. First up, Coastal, 67-66, a heartbreaking loss. I mean, I don't know what else to call it, but uh, we controlled the game from start to about four minutes left in the game, where we were up eight. At that point, Coastal started hitting some threes. Overall, they kicked our butts on the boards. They out-rebounded us 52-37. to they were fantastic from the free throw line. They hit 15 of 16 in the second half, which was kind of their saving grace because they were 29% from the field in the second half. We had good scoring balance from the starters. Makai led the way with a double-double, 14 points, 11 boards. But that's a tough one to give away.
0: I, I think saying it's a tough one is an understatement. Um, you know, I, I can't remember who it was that, that said this to me, but they were 100% correct. Um, and, and they say, you don't play with your food, right? You, you, you kill it. And we didn't, and, and we allowed them to hang around. We had, you know, different opportunities to, you know, to put them away. And, uh, just in my way of thinking, a, a, a lack of a sense of urgency, um, you know, for, for the first time this season and the first time I can remember, you know, in, in a while, um, I, I consciously, consciously raised hell with the team at halftime, trying to get them fired up and trying to get them to understand the opportunity that was at hand and to, you know, to not, uh, you know, not just not be casual, you know, don't let it slip through our fingers. And I never got that feeling that we were, you know, we did some good things at, at times, but, you know, we, we just didn't finish the game and, and, yeah, you know, some people have talked about the the, the the call at the end, that it wasn't a foul, and it probably wasn't a foul. But you never – it never should have gotten to that point where a referee's call, good or bad, you know, has, has an outcome uh, – has an effect on the outcome of the game. We had too many other opportunities. And I'm not just talking about the missed free throws. Obviously, that, you know, that could have done it for us as, as well. You mentioned they made 15 to 16 where we missed three – in, in, in the last 40 something seconds. So, um, we had our opportunities, um, and we, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't take care of, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. So yes, it was tough and extremely disappointing.
1: So coach, when you have one that stings as particularly bad as this one does, typically does that stick with a team? Is that something that a team can grow off of and realizes like, I don't want this to happen again, or, Every team's different.
0: I think every team's different. And it, it, you know, it, it, it depends on the team. It depends on the leadership. Uh, and uh, you know, with our group, um, that was different than any we've had this, this year. Uh, you know, we've, we've shown the ability, and we talked about it a little bit uh, on, on Tuesday after practice. We've shown the ability to bounce back, right? To have a bad practice and then come back the next day and really play well to have a bad performance against Arkansas State and, and, and regroup and come back and find a way to beat an even better Louisiana team. Um, you know, for, for us, that one hurt, I, I think, more. That was more painful. and um, probably took more out of us. Uh, you know, we, we, we came back Friday. Um, you know, we, we, we talked about a lot of things. We watched, uh, you know, we watched film, uh, you know, quite a bit of uh, Marshall film. Uh, you know, did, uh, you know, had a really good walkthrough, but it, uh, you know, I, I, I think that one took a little bit longer to, uh, to, to get out of our
2: systems. So you mentioned it briefly about the call. Well, I don't want to really talk about the call in general, but has there been a learning curve to how Sunbelt refs are calling games versus what we were getting in conference USA? um, uh, you know, I, I would say no for the players because so many of the guys are new that it, it,
0: it, it's irrelevant. And even the, even the guys that were here last year, didn't play a whole lot, but from a coaching perspective, absolutely. Um, there's a lot, it's a lot more physical in the Sun Belt, and a lot more goes uncalled uh, that that's I, in, in, in every single game. I, I think it's been that way. Um, you know, and I, I made the comment, you know, to the league that, You know, clearly, uh, hand checking is is not a uh, point of emphasis in the Sun Belt as it is in the rest of college basketball. I mean, that's just something that, you know, as long as it's consistent, I guess it's 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 fine. But uh, you know, what what goes on uh, with with the dribblers uh, and you know, and the physicality out on the perimeter is uh, is is far greater than than what it was uh, in Conference USA.
2: All right, let's talk about Marshall. We go up to Huntington and lose 73-65. to 65. We led 37-34 at the half, but in the end, the herd had too much in the gas tank and prevails. Turnovers were the big issue here, 18 for the team. Chauncey was fantastic in this one, but uh, what are your takes on this game?
0: Well, no, number, number one, and understanding that the turnovers are part of the game, but outside of the turnovers, we, we played some really good basketball. Had we played that same way against Coastal, we would handily. You know, so, again, we bounced back, but it was against a, a better opponent on its home court, sold-out crowd, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, we, we, we pushed until the end. And, and as you said, ultimately, they just had had too much. The turn, turnovers were the difference, period. Um, you know, we battled. You know, they, they, they made a good percentage from two, but the, most of that was Kinsey. And, and, you know, we, we made him work, but he was just too good. He just elevated over us uh, and made the, you know, the 14, 15-foot uh, jump shots. I think he totaled with for 24 points, and those were either, uh, you know, layups, dunks, or, or mid-range shots. Um, we watched uh, yesterday. Uh, just uh, the only thing we watched from, from that game were the turnovers. And while, you know, Marshall's pressure, they, they made some nice plays at least half, of those turnovers were solely due to our, uh, again, casualness, uh, you know, lack, lack of urgency, um, and, and, and just being careless, uh, had, had we done a a better job collectively, it wasn't one guy, uh, had we done a better job collectively, uh, being organized and, 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 and not, you know, not trying to make plays that, that really weren't there. Um, you know, I, I think it could have been a different ballgame. But 18 turnovers, that's 20 points. So 20 points that, that they got off of our turnovers um, where our defense was pretty damn good at, at the half-court level. But guarding, you know, after steals and guarding and out in the open court, that's tough. And then that's, uh, that, that's 18 opportunities. We actually scored at the half-court level. We scored really, really well at the rim. We shot a good percentage from the three-point line. Um, you know, 20 more, uh, excuse me, 18 more possessions, even, even if it was eight more possessions, you know, if we were, you know, scored, you know, 50% of that, you know, that's, that's eight or, or, or so points. Um, so just looking at the numbers, right. You know, it, it's, it simply comes down to taking care of the ball and making, uh, higher percentage plays, um, not, not trying to do something that, that wasn't there or being in a, in a rush. Um, as you said, you know, Chauncey was, was, was terrific. We were able to, because of how they were playing defense, we, we were running some actions that, that got their big switched on Chauncey and he continually beat them to the rim. Um, you know, we, we, yeah we, 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 we did some decent stuff, but it just wasn't enough. And, you know, when, when, when you, if you, you think back, um, you know, we were right there and, uh, uh, Kerfman hit one big three with less than five seconds from about 27, 28 feet with a hand up, and then uh, uh, Andrew Taylor made another one. Those two threes, uh, just you know, just we 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 didn't have a chance when when they made those. Um, and and you just tip your cap to to Marshall, and uh, you know they they made the plays they didn't they needed to make, and and we didn't.
1: So in Previous shows, we've talked a little bit from time to time about Tyreek and how that you wanted to be more aggressive at times. So in the Marshall game, he had six shots. Was that more of what Marshall was doing defensively? I mean, he shot well, he was three for six, but it was just limited.
0: No, that 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 was, you know, that was not Marshall. Marshall didn't do anything. They didn't guard him any differently than they guarded other guys or that other team. In fact, they may have, you know, uh, you know, a, a team like, uh, Troy, where he had 30 points or whatever it was paid more attention to him than, than what Marshall did. I mean, Marshall guarded him. It's not as if Marshall didn't guard him, but it was nothing special. Um, it's just, you know, it's just the way the, 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 game went and, you know, wasn't, uh, wasn't Tyreek's best game.
2: All right. Before we get to this week's games, how do you feel about where this team is defensively? And if there was one area you want to see them improve, what would it be? Um,
0: you know we're 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 okay defensively we're we're not where uh, i want to be i don't think it's any secret that you know that i i really really value uh things at the defensive end and uh we've shown at times that we can really you know we can we can really guard when motivated um we've also shown that uh we have a very short attention span maybe um and and that's our, our big thing is, is consistency and, and just doing the the, the the small things, the basic things, you know, and, and maybe it's it's boring. I don't know. But um, I, as, I, as I told our guys yesterday and I told them again today, I want them to take it personally when people score on them. We have to be better individually. If we're better individually, then we'll be better as a team. You know, we, we need to make sure that we're uh, – that we are um, – uh, you know, the, 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 my bads, right. Enough of the, my bads, we have to be ready at this time of the year. You know, we've, we've got to be more consistent. Um, so uh, you know, where are we, you know, we're not the worst defensive team, but we're not nearly as good as what we need to be. And, and that's, you know, that's a, a more a mentality. Uh, it, it's an approach uh, than it is an ability to, to do it. We, we, with, with, with guys like, Chauncey and and uh Tyreek and Makai, and, Mackay, um, and uh, D'Angelo, um, and, and I think Jerico and, and and Faison as well. I think those guys, you know, if 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 we can ever develop that mentality that we we want to stop somebody um and not just once, right? Not come up with a big stop, but let's 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 do it. I, I think we can become that, but we're we're not there.
1: All right. So it appears lately that some of the teams that we're playing have been throwing a press at us, whether it's a, a light one. I don't know whether just to kind of delay us a little bit in getting up the court to get into the offense or they're actually trying to turn us over. And we were just talking about the 18 turnovers with Marshall. Do you think the teams are doing that with Emo out and Trey being ineligible or, you know?
0: No, that's, that, that's, that's what those teams do. They, they, they haven't done anything different against us than what they and and what Marshall did and 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 does this season you know they're pressing to try to up the tempo they're trying to force turnovers and and get get the game going up and down um that's very different than what Coastal did that's very different than uh who I'm I'm trying to think you know Georgia Southern at 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 times uh uh, Troy uh at, at times and those those teams were trying to just slow it down you know they they were doing that so that you get to the other end and you know if if, if if they can you know grab 12 14 seconds off the off, off the, uh, the, the the shot clock before you know a team really gets into their offense you don't have to play defensive for nearly as long so um, that's that's what they're doing they're not trying to steal the basketball uh, but but they are trying to uh, just shorten the, the the shot clock and make us take some time. But they do that against everybody. This is not something because emo is out. All of a sudden, people are, you know, doing it more against us. Um, that's that's not the case. I mean, you know, we we knew what Marshall was going to do. We just didn't handle it well. We knew what Coastal was going to do, um, and and you know, I, I don't think we handled it poorly. But we also, you know, they did they did force us to take more time than than uh, ideally uh, would have been the case.
2: All right, next week's games. Let's wipe the slate clean and move on to Georgia State. We'll be back home in the Ted Charway Arena. Georgia State is 99 overall, 6-9 and nine if you're only counting D1 games. They're 2-4 and four in conference play, but they're coming off a win over Coastal Carolina. Where If you look at their numbers, they look like the Golden State Warriors with how many threes they hit. They're looking for their first road win of the season in their fifth road game of the year. What can fans expect from the Panthers on Thursday night?
0: They are a team. You talk about all the threes that they hit. They're a team that lives in the, in the, uh, the 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 mid range. Um, you know, they 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 got a couple guys that can make threes for sure. Uh, but they're very good. At, you know, getting downhill, getting to the mid range and, and scoring. Uh, they've got three guys. Their uh, uh, their their uh, uh, point guard Odom, uh, transfer from Xavier uh, uh, their, their, uh, uh, two guard, uh, Brendan Tucker transfer from Charleston. Uh, and then, um, Hudson is their, their man uh, and, and, and those three guys, um, you know, get the lion's share of, of the points. And then, you know, the offense, uh, they're, they're talented, um, lots and lots and lots of ball screen situations. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll go out in transition, but they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're not a, just really, really up-tempo team. Um, defensively, they're, they're similar to us in their man-to-man. I think they're really solid. Uh, you know, they, 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 they get after the ball handler and, uh, you know, just, just make you really, really work. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, team. you talk about their game against coastal. I, I think coastal after beating us, coastal was done for the weekend. Uh, you know, we, we got a lot of wide open shots against Coastal, and we just didn't make them. They got even more. I mean, it was like, you know, just just just, just shooting practice, uh, and, and and they knocked theirs all down. Uh, a bunch of guys played well for uh, for Georgia State uh, against Coastal. So obviously they're feeling good about themselves, and we want to make sure that we don't, you know, allow them to, you know, kind of continue, you know, playing with confidence and, you know, uh, allow them to have that kind of motive. Uh, uh, momentum, uh, in, in, in the, uh, in the game Thursday.
2: All right. And Saturday we'll be hosting app state it was 10 and nine overall seven and nine. If you only include division one, they're three and three in the conference winning three of their last four. We're certainly not looking past Thursday, but is there anything in particular fans should know about app?
0: Um, I, I don't really, I mean, I, I know that they're a solid team. We've got a scouting report and film and everything. I haven't bothered with, with, with that at this point. Um, I, I think the the bottom line uh, is is you know with um, with the Sun Belt Conference, like every game is is, is going to be just a, a backyard brawl. Um, it's going to be physical, and and what we've seen so far, and, and not everybody's had that case. You know, every game has been close. You know, every big game can can hang in the balance and go one way or the other. So I, I don't anticipate you know, uh, things this, this, this week to be a whole lot different. We got to play well. We're going to have to play tough and we're going to have to find a way to win uh, a hard fight game on Thursday. And then, uh, obviously it'll, it'll be the same kind of thing on Saturday. Um, you know, we, we don't want to look ahead or anything, but this is, this is a huge stand for us. We've, we've, we've got to rise up and it's, it's, it's time that, you know, we kind of dig our heels in, in the ground and, um, you know, we, we, we need to, Collectively, we, we need to find a way to win. We've got to have the mindset that uh, you know, w- w- whatever it takes, we've 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 got to respond with uh, a great effort Thursday and again on Saturday.
2: Can we expect any lineup changes or rotation changes in, in the coming weeks? Um, no,
0: I think that uh, you know we'll we'll be approaching things the the, the same way um, and. Uh, uh, you know, we just we just need, need to play better. You know, I, I don't think making whole, wholesale changes, obviously, with Emo being out at least one more week. Uh, you know, we've, we've got to deal with that. But, um, you know, uh, the, the guys that have been playing will uh, basically continue to be playing. And, uh, you know, we just we, we need to play a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit tougher, a little bit smarter. Uh, and as I keep saying, you know, finding a way to win, it's, it's going to change. From game to game, who it is and what the situation is, but you know, uh, again, find, finding that way, being opportunistic, and and you know, making the most of of those opportunities that do
1: arise. Well, coach, you mentioned the physicality of the league. Is how do you adjust to that? How do you get you know players who may not have played that physically in the past, or maybe have been called for fouls because of that? How do you get them the mindset of understanding? Hey, we have to play more physical. To adjust to this?
0: Well I think there's there's clearly um, some players that, that like uh, or are comfortable playing with a, a physicality uh, you know some guys it just doesn't bother some guys it does Tyreek doesn't necessarily love you know that 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 kind of the, the bumping and grinding and everything that goes on but that's if, if you want to win if you're a competitor that's the way the game is being played you better adjust um, it could go the other way, right? If the referees are calling it really, really tight, well, you know, you, you got to adjust and, and both teams have to, you know, have to deal with that. And uh, again, that, that, that's part and parcel of, of, of competition and, and, and understanding, you know, what it, what it takes. But, you know, the physicality, I think the, the biggest area where we have to be better with the physicality is on our defensive boards. Uh, the, the game against Coastal, um, it's not by accident that they have a big, really heavy, non-athletic center, um, and and he killed us on the on the offensive boards. Same thing was true against uh, Arkansas State. Uh, uh, I, I forget his name, but you know he had double-figure rebounds and eight or nine offensive boards. Um, our our bigs have to understand defensive rebounding is not the same as offensive rebounding, and when you get these big, heavy guys that are just bruisers in there you know you, you jumping doesn't matter you got to carve out space you got to hit somebody and you got to see the ball and you you, you got to keep them from getting it and find a way for, for you to go get it um you know and it's 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 not on just the centers everybody's got to do it but you know they're the ones they're the biggest guys they're the ones that that have to protect the rim and and secure most of uh, those those defensive rebounds
2: well that no i need to Give some props to Makai because he's had two double doubles in a row, so he's at least getting those boards for us.
0: Makai's a warrior, right? I mean, if 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 everybody would stick their nose in there, and 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 not worry about the, uh, you know, the fallout, and just go get the ball, you know, we we would never talk about you know rebounding. Um, he's he's equally as good on the offensive boards and the defensive boards. Um, you know, with with with, uh, and and uh, Faison, there they are fantastic offensive rebounders, but we need them to, to be equally as good on the defensive boards as, as well.
2: Well, Coach, that about wraps it up for this week. We're excited to see you guys back to the TED. Excited to get live for you guys.
0: Thank you, I appreciate it. Like I said, it's a big, uh, it's a big homestand. And uh, I think our guys understand the significance uh, of the games. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think we'll really compete. And uh, like I, I, I keep on saying, you know hopefully we we uh you know can we 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 find a way to win and cuz it's not it's not a predetermined script you know you're you, it's not going to happen exactly the way you plan it but but good teams are are able to find a way and uh uh you know we we need to do it it'd be it'd be great to get the win on Thursday uh and uh you know go in, go into Saturday with uh, a little bit of confidence and momentum after having a tough week last week.
1: We'll certainly be there coach. Well I appreciate it. All right, go Monarchs. Go Monarchs. Welcome back, Monarch Nation. Today, we're joined by the Mooresville, North Carolina, 6'4", freshman wing, Bryce Baker. Welcome to the show, Bryce. Appreciate you. How y'all doing? Doing awesome, man. We're doing
2: great. Thank you for joining us, Bryce. First off, how is Norfolk and ODU treating you so
3: far? You know, it's, a, it's treating me like my hometown more. So I'm starting to get familiar with the area. Um, you know, going around campus, to see a lot of people that I know now. So it's good to see some familiar faces in a, at a new place that I started, my new beginnings here at ODU. So it's been a great vibes all around. Just having a good time the middle of the season, just uh, trying to finish this, the season strong.
1: All right. So in high school, you started at Davidson Day, made the transition to the Dondo Academy. What was that experience like going from a traditional school to Donda?
3: You know, it's uh, I was at yeah, like you said, Davidson Days. It's uh, like a private school, like a prep school for college. A lot of academic parts made like majorly uh, focused on the academic part of school, not so much as uh, the athletic part and you know the NIL part of basketball. Just the it was really just focused on the college uh, next level for your um your job. So when I went to Don, it was the complete opposite. It's uh we working our bodies like we professionals, we taking care of our bodies like we're professionals. We're uh we're in the class, we working hard. We uh we doing, you know, NIL stuff just for ourselves and for the team. So it was really like night and day. Um, but at Dun, you know, we got our academics in, we got everything we need to do over there. But at the same time we was we was locked in off. Um outside of school, we was traveling all over the country. We was, you know, just it was it was just a crazy lifestyle change. So making the cover of Slam magazine with Kanye and your teammates had to be
2: pretty surreal.
3: Nah, no doubt. Yeah, that was crazy. It was a, uh, it was we got to pull up, uh take some pictures with Ye, talk to him for a while. Um, uh got some pictures for the magazine, got to be around the slam people. So it was it was a real cool experience you know it's a i take it as a once in a lifetime opportunity, so I'm just happy to have had that experience
1: that experience of being around all of that and the, with the slam folks coming in, how has that helped you in kind of transitioning to the next level
3: you know it's a, it's been great you know i'm I'm kind of used to having the flashing lights on the baseline you know big cameras in your face um expecting you to to hoop like they're not there so getting that chance to do that uh last year was just a great um it put me in a great mindset to come into college and perform and not be so nervous but I mean with college you're always going to have getting used to everything it's a different it's different than high school no doubt but it was a, it was it was great
2: so I'm not sure if you've talked to your teammates about this or not but under coach jones you're one of the rare freshmen who gets a lot of run throughout the year it appears with each game your impact is kind of growing how do you feel about where your game is right now?
3: Where can it go? Yeah, you know, um, yeah, we don't really talk about it in the locker room too much. Uh, I feel like um I expect a lot of myself coming in here as a freshman, being at the levels I was at in high school. I think I expect a lot of my out of myself um on and off the court. So I think my teammates do as well because I hold myself to that standard. So, you know, um I'm just blessed to to be kind of trusted a little bit. Every game I get uh, more playing time. He trusts me on defense a lot more now throughout the season, as I've proven to, um, you know, change the system, learn it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I see my game, you know, we're playing more of a 3D type of of player. I'd like to expand that, kind of get to the rim a little bit more, get to the free throw line, get fouled a little bit more. But, you know, my main focus right now is just to stay on the court as much as possible and just – kind of get a familiarity with, uh, with the game as uh, I'm joining the, the college level. So I kind of – I'm just glad I'm getting a chance to do that.
1: Well, mentioning a defense there. That's definitely a key to getting on the floor for Coach Jones, especially early, and it's good to see you out there and seeing those minutes start to increase.
3: Thank you. Yep. Thank you.
1: All right, so last week we decided not to retire this question. We were on the verge of doing it after talking with Faison, this okay. is going to hinge all with you here, and all and right. how you uh, how you answer this particular question. All so, right. when you were at Davidson Day, you wore the number four jersey, yep. twelve at Donda. Yep. As a monarch, you now rock the number fifty five. Tell us <laughs> if yeah, fifty five has any particular significance behind it or where it came from.
3: Nah, yeah, it definitely has a little bit of meaning. You know, uh, I was kind of rocking around, changing numbers throughout high school. It didn't really mean, mean anything, but uh, my hot, my AAU days, I wore a uh, number five with team Charlotte. So uh, I kind of, that was when I wore the number Jersey five, Um, I kind of, I had no offers. So whenever I started playing the games, I was wearing that number five where my, I knew I could play at the next level. So I, I was getting reminded, I was getting offers um with that number five on me. So, when I tried to come to ODU, they ain't had the number five because it's retired. So, which I was like, man, I don't really want to be no random number. I don't really want to be 10, 15. I want to, might as well do something crazy. So, 55, I'm going I'm to rock out with the 55. It's a 55. It's got the five part, which uh, which means the most to me. So, and 55, I think it's just, it's a little strange. Nobody really walking around wearing 55, and I know that. So, I kind of like it. <laughs> I like it now. So, it's a part of me. So, yes, sir. Yeah, definitely original number,
2: all right. So, in a game of one on one, what is your go to move?
3: Uh, shoot, that's a good question. How many dribbles do I got? It's your move, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna say we got three dribbles. I'll probably hit them with a ah, uh, I'm probably uh, a little sidestep action, a little sidestep action, probably if you got a three dribble, but if not, I'm probably gonna hit them with an in and out between snatch,
1: you know, I don't know, just depend pin on really the rules all right so you guys spend a lot of time on the court off the court in the bus all over the place so you get to know each other really well yep Um, so every time we've got someone on we always ask is there something fact cool talent that someone on the squad has that monarch nation wouldn't be aware of and we know just about everything about emo (laughs) he seems to be a really really popular popular dude but is there a
3: most funny, no doubt.
1: Yeah. Any <laughs> anything that you think is uh, notable that Monarch Nation would think is pretty cool?
3: That's a great question. You know, I'm trying to think all the way down the line on our team. I think I don't know. We all got some. Uh, I think I think our whole team just is really a great team to be on. You know, I haven't really been on that many teams where everybody just like loves each other and just has fun with each other. Like we always in the locker room laughing, we having fun, and when we going through the hard times, we there. But I can't really point out a couple of things that some individuals really do. It's just I think everybody got their own little quirk that makes makes it funny, makes them funny. So that's why our team is a great team to be on right now.
2: Well, speaking of that team, you've only been a member for a few months now. What is your most memorable game
3: so far as Mark? Uh, it's got to be Norfolk State. I say uh, the whole town I knew about that one and kind of walking on campus that day, you kind of. You know, you you're able to feel how much that that game means to the to the to the uh, community at Old Dominion, and probably just as well as Norfolk State. So you're 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 in the heat. So when you are playing in that game, you everybody in the arena rooting for you, rooting against you, talking crazy, talking cheering you on. It's just it was a great atmosphere to be in. But we've had some pretty lit games, but I say that one probably it it meant, it meant a lot to our team. So I'm glad we got that win.
1: All right. So you've obviously gotten a opportunity to play in a number of different gyms. What would be your yep. favorite gym that you've ever got a chance to hoop in?
3: Ooh, that's a great question. I'd probably say the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves Stadium. That's, that 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 was a that was a great gym to play in. I had a it was a I think it was our first game at Donda last year. So we got a chance to play in the NBA arena, which is always something crazy. So it was kind of like a dream came true, even though I'm not at that level yet, but you know, just being able to stand on that court yeah, and play the game of basketball is just something crazy.
1: I like how you answered that and said not on that level yet. That's the confidence. Yes, sir. All right, Bryce,
2: favorite restaurant in Norfolk so far?
3: Favorite restaurant? I'm going to have to go with Katana, a little Japanese steakhouse. That's my, that's my spot. So every time I call in there, they already know what the order is. So that's my, that's my spot.
1: All right, so when you're not at the Mitch, you're at Chartway. What's your favorite spot on campus?
3: Favorite spot on campus? i say the web. You know, I see a lot of people I know in here every time I come in here. So it's, it's, a, it's a good energy to have. And they got all the food spots, so that's always a great addition. All right. Favorite thing to do in your free time? Favorite thing to do in my free time? That's a good question. I'd probably say hang out with my friends. You know, sometimes I like to go uh, find the outdoor court, kind of just have fun out there, play one-on-one, two-on-two. Some, some of my friends that don't even play basketball because I think it's important to have fun with it, even though. It's my job, but you know, if you ain't having fun, then I don't don't think you should be doing it. So, have you taken yourself to some of the courts off campus yet? I have. There's a couple, there's one uh, down the street from campus, kind of around a gas station behind a gas station. They got a court back there, and then uh, one out in front of a school. So, it's a couple.
2: couple. There's a really nice one in Ocean View. Um, They got some over off Granby Street that are always packed. Just okay. Yeah, explore a little bit. There's a lot of good courts in this area.
1: I'm already knowing. Yes, sir. All right. If you could only have one basketball movie, what would it be?
3: Ooh, Like Mike, for sure. I got to go with Like Mike. I remember that's, going that's to That's
1: popular. That's popular with your, with your squad.
3: Yeah, I, I need that. Like Mike.
2: All right. Favorite musical artist or
3: band? That's a good one, too. Uh, I had to say NBA Youngboy. And be a young boy. Yep.
1: All right. So if you could play one on one with any player, past, present, doesn't matter, who's it gonna be, and are you gonna win? Then uh, <laughs> I think
3: I don't know. I think I'm gonna say somebody that's I ain't taking the dub on. I'll probably say Shaq. I just want to see how how he how he played for real in real life because that's kind of crazy. That he a legend, All right. I don't know. I guess saying anybody kind of from that era would be really crazy to see him play like MJ. You know, just all Kobe, everybody that you can really think of would be just a crazy one-on-one. I'd, I'd more look at it, uh, look at it like on a fun side, not as a, a competition strictly. But I definitely try to get off on Shaq. So,
2: so Shaq's game. I mean, out of all those guys, his game probably evolved the most during his career. Because I mean, when he was a young dude. He was fast and could just beat guys off the dribble. But then he started using his power as he got older. No, yeah, absolutely. All right, so last week was the first time we asked this question, and I think it's going to say, what is the animal you think is the most dangerous in the
3: world? That's a – y'all came with the questions today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me think. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to – I'd probably say uh, uh, dangerous to humans. Or yeah. just dangerous, like in general. Yeah, we
2: just said dangerous, so it could be either or. However, you take the question,
3: I'll probably say like an alligator kind, because they type prehistoric. So I think if they can survive this long, that's pretty scary to me. But other than that, I probably say like you know a rhino or a hippopotamus. They crazy. So a hippo, you just hit the nail on
2: the head. I think for our, for me and Aaron at least, the hippo man, they are crazy.
1: Nah, yeah, the
3: hippopotamus, I ain't playing with them.
1: Nah, they're pretty terrifying.
3: Yeah, and they territorial like crazy, so I'm good on that.
2: All right. Back to basketball. What is your – well, I guess this is going to be your closing question um, okay. Okay. before Aaron. But um, what is your top personal and team goal for this year and what will it take for you and the team to get there?
3: I say my personal goals. I said i it's probably changed, you know, since I've been on campus. I kind of came in, wanted to just do everything off rip, kind of just wanted to get to the the highest thing I can possibly achieve as a freshman, but kind of being on the court now it's changed. I just want to get uh kind of more used to just the speed and getting more comfortable getting my shots up, you know, being more effective on offense and defense as the year goes on. I feel like i'm I'm starting to get a a l- little bit better than I than when I came in, so. I feel like as the year goes on, I'm just only going to uh, grow. So I'm just uh, – my mindset kind of changed from, yeah, like I said, kind of achieving things as more of a like a, a trophy type thing is more of a personal growth, getting – making sure um, I'm growing on the court and ready for next year. So, And then as a team, I would say um, the biggest goal we got right now is I think we need to start – we need to stop kind of, we need to start losing. We need to start losing and we need to get it together. Like we talked about a lot, um, being consistent is a, is a, is a major key to that. So we've, we've all talked about it a lot. We, we locked in, we, uh, you know, the losses that we've, we've had, we feel like we have could have eliminated some of the, the tiny mistakes that went into that. So we all locked in, but you know everybody knows what we want we at the end of the season we want the we want to win the conference championship so I think we got a squad to do it this year we just need to to lock in on and off the court and cut out the mistakes so
2: what has been the biggest adjustment so far for you as a freshman
3: yeah the biggest adjustment I would say for myself um it would it would probably be you know kind of jumping the gun a little bit I kind of Uh, I didn't really know how the game was like in college, you know, playing in high school, playing with the top talent. You're, you always go into something thinking that it could be one way or another. So I came in thinking that I would just come in and, you know, play how they played in high school, but, you know, change, there's a, a lot of changes that go into college basketball. So kind of understanding, I feel like my growth has been understanding the differences that, between high school and college and knowing what I need to do differently. So kind of playing more effectively on defense and office, um, I think has been my major adjustment so far.
1: All right. So as we close out the show first, Bryce, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on in Monarch Nation to get a chance to get to know you a little bit better. I appreciate you having Oh, absolutely. Um, do you have anything in particular an NIL deal? A business, anything that you want to get out to Monarch Nation, or just a message to the fans.
3: You know, I'm working on uh, starting my own shirts up, getting some merch out from uh, from my personal standpoint. But you know, with the Monarch Nation, I just want to tell y'all, I appreciate y'all having me and sticking by my side. Because I know when I was when I first committed, I was, I really wasn't I wasn't at Donna yet. So whenever I transferred, y'all stayed loyal to me. Y'all showed me love when I was in LA playing. So. I just appreciate y'all sticking strong, so I'm glad we got something good here. So, Thank y'all. All
2: right, thanks again for joining us tonight. Monarch Nation, you heard him. If you want to keep an eye out for his new T-shirt brand that's coming soon, yeah, follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again, Bryce, and go Monarchs.
3: Go Monarchs. Go Monarchs.